It's the first podcast of 2023, and we have New Year's resolutions, children's museums, eating in the 209, and riding a bike for a good cause. You're listening to the 209 Podcast. I'm Virginia. I'm Teresa. And And together, together, we're VNT. The 209 Podcast with VNT is recorded at the Turlock Journal and produced by 209 Multimedia. So 2023. Oh my goodness. How Happy was your new, new year? Happy New Year. Happy New first Year. First of all. I know. Uh, it was it was a it was amazing. You know, my birthday's the day before New That's Year's right. Eve. That's right. So it's it's a little dismal. Some I don't remember. We celebrate we celebrated the whole week. The whole week? Yeah. You we do did. a week birthday. Yeah, not always. But this uh, year there was just it's really I felt it was necessary to celebrate life. Life is so fragile, right? Life so, is precious for yeah. sure. So we yes. just made it a week and it was a lot of fun. It was fun to hear my 15-year-old tell me. She doesn't think she can keep up with my week-long birthdays, so that was kind of fun. Yeah. But New Year's was good. Hard to believe it's already 2023. I know. What the heck, right? How about you? How was your New Year's? It was so fun. Um, Lots of family, lots of in and out, you know. Um, We have um, a couple family members out of state, and they were able to come home. Um, I had uh, Jared and Marissa get engaged over the holiday. Very exciting. exciting. And Alicia and Josh got engaged in October, so there was a lot of wedding talk for 2023 and 2024. Fun. So very exciting and lots of love and just blessings, you know, right? that you really feel like um, you just, uh, there's a lot of warmth and love and family and yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. So the New Year's was good. We brought it in. We stayed up for it. So we brought it in. Oh, and, um, good for yeah, you. Yeah, stayed awake the whole time. The no. next day slept in. <laughs> wow. Had to sleep in. Did you I, stay up? Well, I I tried. I I hung out with our coworker, one of my dear friends, Michelle, and her daughter and grandkids, and my daughter, and the daughters stayed awake and then woke us up at eleven fifty. And so, yes, I was awake to say Happy New Year. But yeah, you know, it was it was um, fun, totally fun. Like yeah. just you know, because then the next day we had the Raiders Forty Nine er game. Oh, and can I tell Hello. you about the Raiders Forty? 40- <laughs> Niner game. Okay. So <laughs> all our family's Raider fans. I know you're a Niner fan. Born and raised. But, born and right? raised. And yes, we, yes, we're yes. all Raider fans. And I'm going to tell you, even though that game was intense and we had yes. uh, we had a big, you would have thought it was a Super Bowl party at Same. our house. There was like just people and food and yeah. all kinds of fun. And we were so uh all watching it, having a good, I would say that was probably the best part of my weekend was I, having all the family there yeah. and enjoying the the game. And even though the Raiders lost, which well, I, I, mean, I, knew tell you you though, I knew that was coming from you. Listen, I knew gonna, that was coming. So two things, like, I don't want to take away from New Year's Eve and even my birthday, but that game was like the best Christmas it gift so for fun. a Bay Area fan. Oh, Sorry. Boo. It really was. Boo. It was no, in the way that it was actually a good <laughs> game a good and game. it shouldn't have all been. Like, the end. All they the way sh- to the end. They showed up. And yeah. I mean, I was at the point yeah. where I was like, look, if the Raiders take it, I uh, bow down. Well because deserved. like, we, yeah. yeah, both sides. Yeah. It was just a, and I felt like 
there's not always a lot of love between the two teams' fans, but Battle I felt like bay. that game, there Battle was just the a lot of love between both yeah. teams' fans because it was such a good game. It was like, a good there game. There was no telling. Yeah, yeah. So that was probably Listen, my I, highlight of the weekend, to be quite honest with too. you. Seriously. It was fun. And you know that uh, my best friend, Dink and Sunny, are uh, Raider fans, and they are season ticket holders. They were there. They were there. Fine. And they focused on them at the <gasps> game because I'm always looking. When somebody tells so me they're going to be at a game, I'm always looking. And, oh, my gosh, they were there. They focused on them. I was like, oh, my God. It was so That's fun. so fun. It was just such a fun game. It really and was. It, was. it was lovely having all the kids there, which they're not kids anymore, but – just a family being together. You don't and watching always get a football that. Game. You yeah. don't get and that. You, and I know how start. you guys are. It's you a are start. a Raider family. So We're that Raider was family. a real moment it for was sure. Hooting, hollering, And now they screaming. have their significant others along. So it's like, <laughs> yes. hey, welcome to how we yeah. roll, right? Yes. <laughs> welcome to the dark side. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> you can't pack away crazy. No. <laughs> so, and resolutions, right? The new year. Oh, Everybody always yes. talks about what are your resolutions? Are you going to do resolutions? Resolutions. We talked a little bit in yeah. last podcast. Yeah. And you're not a big fan of resolutions. No, this year I, you know, I've had, as our readers have learned, I had some health setbacks in the last couple of years. So this year I really focused on some goals and not so much resolutions, but just some things I really want for myself in the new year. Believe it or not, our podcast is on my list of goals. Like yeah. I, I just have some Yay. things I want for myself and for my family and, you know, and I want it to be a priority. So goal yeah. listing was really a thing for me and it's taped on my mirror. I have to see it every day. I have to think about it. Yeah. Um, that's and good. I'm, yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. A hundred percent in 2023. 2023. And I feel like there's so many people, I think more people that are about resolutions than not, but at the same time, you almost feel like, um, it's a little bit of a struggle to keep those. So so mm -hmm. I think we tend to say, I don't have a resolution. I have more of a goal. Yeah. But in, in a sense, it's kind of the same thing. But yeah. I feel the same. I yeah. feel the same. Yeah. I have because some goals. goals feel more like you can revisit and resolutions feel like <laughs> failure. Right. I, I mean, sometimes right. it does, right. right? Yeah. And who wants to fail? Like I yeah. can remember when I had, when I was a gym person, I would mm -hmm. go to the gym all the time. I hated January. I hated it because mm -hmm. all the well-wishers were yeah. there, right? right? On their great deals or their gifts from Christmas or whatever. And I would be like, I'll see you guys mid-February because I can't handle all these people taking my equipment. But right. anyway, right. <laughs> so I got which issues. brings me to the 209 Magazine, mm -hmm. the December, January issue. Mm -hmm. We didn't cover too much about what's happening in January in the magazine. Right. And there was a good article that was written by Christina Hacker mm -hmm. on New Year's resolutions, tips and tricks. Mm -hmm. And in the magazine, um, she actually talked to some experts. And there was an Erin Bashaw mm. that is the director of multi-specialty nursing and weight loss surgery for Doctors Hospital in Manteca. Ah. And she she actually went out and talked to some people because, you know, we're always trying to um, make these things happen, right? Tips right. and tricks and could if they could help us like let's let's figure this out so mm -hmm. in this article in the magazine um Bashaw says set small achievable goals and do one goal a week ah and each week add a new goal so that way 
For example, if your new year resolution is to eat healthier, start by eliminating one food or drink item. Oh. Like, for an example, soda, if you drink soda. Yeah. So replace soda with water. Mm-hmm. And if you need the bubbles, because you know how some people are like, yeah, oh, I, yeah, the I like a Pellegrino on occasion for yeah. sure. Yeah, so yeah. then do sparkling mm-hmm. instead. And you mm-hmm. could do a sparkling um, for that fizz. You know, you need that fizz. Smart. But, um, and that'll, um, help with yes. uh, being successful because another part in here in the article, uh-huh. it says, how do you stay motivated? Like to try to keep these goals and, oh. and do these things. So another tip was to, for you to feel success and to stay motivated is by doing these small goals and like losing five pounds in a month, not yeah. a week, not two weeks. Love that. In a month. Love that. And then she said, do it for four months. And she said, it seems really small. But in four months, that's 20 pounds. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So it doesn't, you know, you feel good about your personal accomplishments and feel the physical benefits. You know, I just have to tap on that because going back to my whole health thing, like my doctor and I have talked because I I have to say I haven't had my had you take my photo in the magazine for quite some time because my appearance did change from my health setback. And that's very humbling and very hard for me. And there is, I do have a goal of losing 30 pounds. And I told someone the other day and they were like, oh, 30 pounds, that's a lot. I'm like, no, 30 pounds is where I need to be. Like, I know that. So that is one of my goals. And I'm giving myself six months. And to your point, they were like, six months, like that's a long time. That's that, that's that's not long enough. It's five pounds a month. Completely right. achievable. Yeah. And so Reasonable. one of the things that he had suggested is get an app on your phone. Like an app, there's so many apps for weight loss, like get an app on your phone, which you know, I had our office start with Weight Watchers back in the fall and we've had some great success. So it's like, oh yeah, I need to get on board with the rest of the team and use the tools. So using the tools is a great way to help you achieve your resolutions, I feel like. I agree, 100%. Yeah. Another thing that people, is a common resolution is getting organized. So Christina talked to renewed order owner, Amethyst Reyes, Mm -hmm. and she said, I hear all too often of the overwhelm, anxiety, and stress our clients experience daily from the clutter and disorganization in their homes. And so she said one of the things is make this a priority, be realistic, and stick to it. Mm -hmm. Designate a set amount of time each day, week to purge and organize. So smart. Yeah. Very so good. smart. I mean, I tell myself if I took 30 minutes off of social media, which our phone tells us how much time I know, we spend, they, do. they tell us 30 minutes off to yes. just go box up my paperwork for the year or at least start it, right? At the end of the week, I wouldn't have to dread it for the weekend. It'd be done. That's it's that, true. It's just it's little chunks of little time. Yeah. yeah. Very good advice. And just the last thing I would say to help people with their resolutions is analyze what is and isn't working for your family and mm. why. Mm. Cool story in the December, January issue of the 209 magazine. Um, there's more to that story. Yeah. Go check it out. Well, so speaking of your family, uh, one of the stories that I enjoyed reading in this December, January issue was building the dream by Christopher Correa, which is in the, in the no section. And it is talking about a children's museum, which is being completed in downtown Modesto. Oh yes. And while my children are 
older and this isn't really their jam any longer, I absolutely love this because this is the kind of thing I love to do with my kids, especially like this time of the year when it's rainy and it's like the parks, forget about it. Roller rinks aren't a thing anymore. Like, what am I going to do with my kids? And we would schlep to the city a lot to Mm -hmm. go to things. Now, it's not opening until spring. However, uh, Katie Barber, who is the president, began with a team of people back in 2019 and she just felt that this was a really important thing. It's oh, They have a goal of $1.5 million to wow. complete this project. So this is not going to be a small thing. It's a big There's deal. 10 unique exhibits for mm-hmm. all the kids. Um, and, you know, one of the things that Katie said, which spoke to me, was we're all parents and we're also all passionate about making the community festive and particularly invest investing in our local children. And I think that that's so important because we talk about all the time that children are our future, right? right? All the time. You hear that We're all in the a time. creative industry. You need to have in the day and age of computers and technology and all of this, we really need to foster that creative side of the brain for our kids. And I love that they're doing that with this museum. Um, they also enlisted the help of a lady by the name of Carol Scott, who's also a board member, and she has prior experience with three other children's museums across the nation. So, you know, we talk all the time about these unique opportunities that we don't even know we have here in the 209. Like, what an amazing thing to have this woman who's done this throughout the nation now come and offer her feedback here in the 209 for our downtown Modesto area. So I think that's pretty cool. And so cool. Another thing that Katie said was all our exhibits are designed so that both children and adults can participate. It's a very open-ended educational experience where every kid might approach in a different way. Oh, isn't that yeah. what creativity is all about? For it's sure. like we're both writers. We write totally differently. Yeah. That's the creative part of it. I, I absolutely love that. And so um, their their goal is to be open in spring of 2023, which is just right around the corner. It's going to be in downtown Modesto in the 11th Street area where the Fat Cat used to be. Oh, yeah. That was one of the buildings that they took over, actually. Okay. So what about that? Like, How I cool. bet some of those parents of those kids actually met at the Fat Cat, but I'm, I don't I know mean, for maybe. sure, but maybe, right? Like, it's a good possibility. Talk about you never circle yeah. when you take your kid there. Well, so there was this time your dad and I. Right. Ooh, and there's, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a I parking lot right there. I know? love it. So if yeah. you don't want to look for parking, right, there's a parking lot. I love lot. it. It's That's perfect. Good. And so they do have social media as well for readers that are interested in following along under um, Modesto Children's Museum, both on Instagram as well as Facebook. There's also... The flavor section in our magazine, which is always fun. I feel like giving good ideas on where to go, where to eat, where to drink, where to have a good time. I love when you make me tag along on those assignments. I love when you come along. It's always so fun. It's good. It's a good time. Totally fun. So, hey, bartender, this issue, I have to give a little behind the scenes, was Redwood Cafe in Oakdale. My hometown. Yes. Yes. And also a place that you frequent. Yes. I I I love them there. They are just a really good group of people. I was a Redwood fan in Modesto for years and years and was just so happy to see that they were going to take on Oakdale for another location. It's been great having them in our town. Definitely. Super great. And what a um, lovely uh, 
decorations, the decor's great, the big cow heads, the deer, the yeah, uh, the like Oakdale feel like that small town charm but yeah yet also the big city vibe that they have there yeah co-owner bob campana has a real eye for that and he really made sure and distinguished the oakdale location different from what from you see in modesto, modesto. Yeah. definitely lends itself to our community for sure so he for cool. sure which also they gave me a tour, so mm-hmm. a little behind the scenes from the article. They gave me a tour, mm-hmm. and they have a lot of little areas. The rooms. The rooms, mm-hmm. and then the outdoor area yeah. where you could have events. Yeah. Like, yeah. how stinking cool is that? Yeah, because they so also cool. have Redwood events, which is like, right, it's part of it. But, yeah, it's great. It's so it's great. Cool. What is your favorite thing to order at the Redwood? Oh, gosh. Okay, oh, no. we're going to go. Drinks or food? I don't care. Go ahead. Hey, the gin bath is hands down my favorite drink. Gin bath. Ooh. It's like a fishbowl. <laughs> that thing is magical. <laughs> I love the fishbowl. I love the gin bath. I love it, love it, love it. And I would have to say their appetizer menu. I mean, I have favorites on the entree menu, but... Mm. They do lamb lollipops, which I can just eat those for days. Absolutely love. They do them well every single time. They do an amazing um, brie, baked Mm. brie plate, which Mm. is with the honey drizzle and the apples and so good. And also they do octopus, Mm. which I know that's (laughs) not your thing. But their octopuses or no, it is so Mm, good. It is. And, and they, I mean, they have a great menu. I like to pop down there sometimes on a Friday night about five, five 30 and just have a couple of drinks and some appetizers. And I'm telling you those three things, girls good for the day, like delicious. Well, lead bartender who you introduced me to Peter, Peter P. I love Peter. Lead bartender there. Wow. Like, what a cool guy. What a mixologist. I know that he's worked in a bunch of different places in the big city. Mm -hmm. And he specifically said, like, as in the article where it says, he doesn't want you to have to go all the way to San Francisco. Come get a really craft, cool cocktail. And, oh, my gosh, he makes them. When I had his uh, maple... Um, old fashioned with uh-huh. the bacon as I mean, people only get bacon and Bloody Marys. Right. When do you get bacon as a garnish in a drink? When Peter's working. When Peter's working <laughs> at Redwood Cafe in yeah. Oakdale. Yeah. Hello. It was so good. Yeah. I just have to say, as a whiskey gal, like yeah. the flavors complemented each other. It was so good. Like, go get a craft cocktail. Well, and you know what I think makes it enjoyable too is when you sit at the bar, they're having fun. Mm-hmm. So they're having fun making the drinks for you. It's not yeah. like they're just schlepping the bar back. Like they're yeah. enjoying it. Yeah. And seeing them enjoy it, I think makes it all the more enjoyable, if that makes any sense. Oh, for sure. I love just, them. Just to another hit on the flavors, because yeah. I, I know that, you know, we need to move on. And I yes. don't want to take up too much time. But I'm gonna say I have to throw out a shout out to big Big flavors at Bistro 135 and Tracy. Uh-huh. Now they are just Bistro 135, but they do have big flavors as, oh. it's, as it's written in the flavor section of the 209 magazine. Okay. So Kevin Fahey's chef mm-hmm. and owner, mm-hmm. he is about the American Italian cuisine. He was taught the farm to table 
from a very young age. And I'm going to say that he was cooking with his grandmother when he was little, and she would go out. She had a garden. She had different things out in the backyard and would get them and bring them in for dinner. And so he was all about that. And his place, small family, simple I mean, he sampled for you. He, he they usually oh, do. I didn't get to go to this one, the, so I'm the wondering. The chicken parm. <gasps> I, you might find that basic other places. I love. Go try it at Bistro One Thirty Five. Me too. I love it. Look at that. Yeah. And you know, I'm just, a wine girl. I noticed they they have some good, good wines, wines there. Good wines. Uh, they have great appetizers. And he did say he never thought. We would have a successful business, let alone a restaurant, because of how hard it is to make money in this industry. And the restaurant business, bar business, it's it's, it's tough. Hard. It's and tough, people, especially know, coming out work. of the vid. Coming out of the vid, man, oh, that was survival. Struggle, struggle. And fest. then is that scallops I saw in the yeah, magazine? Yeah, scallops. He has a pizza oven. Oh, they, man. He has his own hydroponic. Uh, uh, garden. Yeah. Good so for him. It's, it's, I would say if you are going, and I know you go to the Bay. Yep. Stop by Tracy. Go to Bistro 135. Oh, I'm going to have to. Go check it out. I love Try it. Try the parm. Try the parm. So just, you know, uh, there are so many fascinating people in, in our 209. I think I talk about this every episode and I have to apologize, but I really can't get over the stories that come across our desk. And I, I have to share about this gentleman, Austin Andrew, who is currently actually out of the out of the area. I wrote a story on him uh, writing for awareness in our full of life section. And um his name and this story just kind of came across my desk. His dad came into our office and shared what he was doing. And he is, um, it's a tough topic. I'm just going to say, especially for December and January, when we're all so happy and everything's so great, it's not always that way for everyone, you know, and it, it actually hit our family pretty hard with the patch, with the passing of Twitch. Uh, my daughter was a huge fan of yeah. boss and yeah. actually got to take lessons from him quite a few years ago and meet him. And he was such an amazing influence in her life. Um, and then when that happened, it, you know, how to console a kid and explain how that happens is really hard. That's hard. Yeah, and for sure. That is what happened. It's with, you know, it's like they say the people that are talking about it aren't the ones that you have to worry about. It's the ones with the biggest smiles on their faces that are making the world happy that are the ones that we really need to think, are they really okay? Yeah. And so Austin, um, bless his heart, he's doing an 11,000 mile bike ride. He started in Baja and he will end in Argentina and he's doing it to raise awareness for um, suicide prevention. Now in talking to him, it was interesting that first of all, his sister was super passionate about mental health and spoke about it on the regular and how it needed to be more of a common practice for us to acknowledge mental health and how we can help people who are struggling. And then she herself took her life shortly before turning 27. Wow. And as her old, he, she was his older sister. And so he struggled with that significantly. And then, um, came up with this idea that he was going to bike and raise awareness. And as he did, um, 
you know, meet new people. And, and in some instances, I actually talk to him while he's out on his trek, which that was interesting in and of itself, because you think, oh, I'm taking this guy's time while he's in the middle of somewhere, right? I'm, I'm, geographically challenged. So I'm not going to pretend like I knew where he was when we were talking. However, we talked for a long time and he said, you know, I haven't talked to people in a really long time. So I hope I'm not taking too much time from you because he's on his bike. So what he does is when he meets different people on his excursion, he talks to them and mostly just talks about his sister's passing because he feels like for some people it's a little taboo to talk about how she passed, but people put names of loved ones lost on the bicycle. Nice. And so yeah, for he, a memory. So he Do shared you know where he is now. No, I haven't oh. spoke to him recently. Okay. Okay. Um, but I did send him the link and then he shared it on his Instagram, which is, uh, we shall continue with style. That's the name of it. And, um, he said to me, he said, I ride with 37 friends. I have 37 friends with me traveling. Com they're my traveling companions and not all were lost to suicide. What he did share with me though, which I loved was he said, when someone talks to them about the name they want to write on his bike, yeah. he asked them to share a story about them. Oh, and so yeah, then he feels nice. like he knows them knows a, little a little bit, bit more. Yeah. yeah. And so it's that's just basically, cool. I like that honoring what they've been through and it, it, very fascinating. I really felt inspired by him. Mm -hmm. He's just basically on a bicycle with a backpack and a tent and he's sleeping wherever he can sleep. And he's got a limited budget and he's doing this way sooner than he had expected to. And, you know, because of the way our deadlines are, I mean, we spoke back in October, I want to say. So at that point, he was trekking faster than he had anticipated. So initially he thought this was going to take him a year. It's probably going to, he'll probably be home in time for summer. His dad happens to be our um, IT guy, which is how we came <laughs> across his story. Yeah. But I first of all, was proud of our publication for actually printing it. I wasn't sure once I wrote it, if it would get held because it is kind of a tough topic, especially during the holidays. But I loved that, you know, he shared that it is something we need to speak about more because, you know, if you look at the picture of his sister in the magazine, she's just like a lovely girl. You would never, have, especially she was proactive with helping, um, others who might be struggling when she was struggling herself. So and in um, her twenties, I feel in her twenties. Like it's so sad. There's so much life. Well, and he yeah. said part of why he decided to do it now versus if he had given himself enough time to properly train is he is now 27. So he's now older than his sister because she passed just shortly before turning 27. So he Aww. felt like it was a yeah. it was a moment that he needed to take advantage of. Just a totally inspiring guy. Absolutely loved talking to him and his openness with sharing the story and really loved that he put the names on the bikes and you know he yeah. sent me pictures of everything of and, everybody. Yeah, how yeah, cool. Yeah, just very you know cool. and just a great reminder to everyone like we've lost so many public figures that you go what? Like would have never thought that person of all people, like our family has followed Twitch since he was on So You Think You Can Dance as a contestant and to have him just wake up one day and that and that's the end. It's like, 
never saw that coming. And again, young, 40 years old with a beautiful family. And yeah, so look out for each other, right? Like don't assume everybody's okay. Because sometimes the ones that aren't are the ones that you think are doing the best. So for sure, I agree. Like Ellen used to say, be kind to one another. Be kind, kind pay attention. Yeah. And speaking of people, right? Hug. Give hugs. Oh my God, I love, I love hugs. hugging. Hugging love is hugs. my favorite. And now that yeah. we don't have the vid, we can actually hug again. So I think that's pretty fantastic in and of itself. And speaking of fantastic, I we've just, got some fantastic events coming up. We do. And before we go to that, because there's also the new year, right? And we have yes. like, like so many things we want to do. I just want to say that there was also another story. Oh, yes. I have to give a little a little shout out, right? Yes. To Joe Cortez. Yes. In the in the know. Mm-hmm. He did a story for your information. Yes. For spelled F-O-R-E. Like golf. Like golfing. Yes. And so it was a really cool thing that this couple did. So they are a couple out of Riverbank and David and Silver Lamb of Riverbank. Oh. The Lambs, they take great pride in playing different golf courses, so much that it became their decade-long quest to play an 18-hole round of golf in all 50 states. How fun is that? How cool. And they did it. They did it. They did it. You got to read the story. But you know what I love? Check out the story. Is that they were realistic with themselves. They gave them a decade. They gave themselves a decade. Yeah. To see that through. To see that happen. And they did it. I love it. Yeah. So it it was just a really cool story. And it's like, get out, travel, see the world, make it a thing, go golfing, whatever your thing is. Right. You know, go see a baseball game at every stadium or a football game. Yeah. You know, I've I've actually, yeah, I've got some that I would like to go to. That's for sure. So add to events locally. And then here we go. Right. We got some good stuff. That's a great, that's a great story. I'm gonna have to check that out. I still, Mm -hmm. I have to be honest because Christmas just stuck up on us. I haven't even read through the whole magazine yet. I'm going to have to do that in my downtime here in January because we have so much going on. We do. I love it. Busy, busy. And so speaking of that, there's a community concert happening on January 12th in Lodi, California. Good old Lodi. They got a lot going on over there. Lots of stuff. I feel like we're talking about them at least once in episodes. Yes. So we were there. Well, we were there. That's next month. Yeah. But yeah, so Lodi Community Concert Association is going to be presenting Hits and Grins from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. on the 12th at the Hutchins Street Square. Oh, that's a fun little area. So that's going to be coming Mm -hmm. up. That's good. Just just right around the corner here. So everyone should check that out if you're looking for something to do. Tickets are $29 while available. And you can find that at the Lodi Lodi Concert website. Hey, so there you go. January 14th, the Vaudeville Cowboys. What? What? Oh my gosh. Sourdough. It's not in Oakdale. Sourdough Slim is still around. Sourdough Slim. Robert Armstrong, the last of the Vaudeville 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 Cowboys Cowboys Mm -hmm. will perform a concert at the Sutter Creek Theater on January 14th from 7 to 9. The yodeling cowboy songster, Sourdough Slim. You've seen him? Yes. Oh. I didn't know he was still around. Yeah. He's been around a long time. Really? Mm -hmm. Long time? Yeah. Um, And so string instrument wizard Robert Armstrong rekindle the country blues, vintage jazz, cowboy classics, and string band repertoire. 
Very of fun. Pre WW2 America. So tickets are 22 to 25. You could, um, they're available at www.suttercreektheater.com. So that's another fun thing coming Super up. Super fun. Coming up soon. Super fun. And then speaking of goals, I'm going to actually give a little us. Uh, a little plug to the yoga studio in Oakdale, Koru Yoga. It's uh, actually a great little yoga studio in Oakdale. And they are hosting, this is actually one of my goals. They are hosting 40 days for $40 uh, for the month of January. How cool. So whatever day you sign up, yeah, you pay $40 starting that day and you get to go from that day until the end day, the following month in February, 40 days total for $40. I think it's great. I absolutely so love cool. it. And yeah. you can find them at on Insta at Koru Yoga 108 because they're on the 108 Highway in Oakdale. And they have a lot since they've put out this this 40 for 40, they have a lot of classes available. They have prenatal classes. They have hot classes. They have you know, lower impact classes. They have the, so I'm starting this week. I'm oh, so excited. I've been off my map exciting. for a little while. So I'm yeah. like, I'm going. So that's going to be fun. You. So everybody should yeah. check that out in the month of January. Yoga is good for everything. I love right? it. They, it helps with everything. Mm -hmm. And then January 15th, Carrot Top is bringing his Vegas show. What? Yes. To the, to the Gallo Center of the Arts. I love How it. How cool is that? And his show, I don't know, Caritas been doing uh, comedy uh, since the 80s. He's so clever. He's so, the 80s, yeah. So he, so he did a lot of prop prop comedy. Yes. And now he's like kind of with technology and everything. He's really bumped up his show uh, to be, he he said it's like a rock and roll show. And let me tell you behind the scenes on the Carrot Top interview. Yeah. What a, what a fun guy to talk to. And he made me laugh, you know, a few. I was wondering. The, yeah, yeah. I was wondering. Throughout the interview, yeah, he would throw some things out there. I think this show is going to be really fun more than what you think a comedy show would be. Right. And I would say, go check out Carrot Top. Hmm. He said, tell the 209 the 702 is coming. And 702 is <gasps> Nevada. Oh, I love it. <laughs> or the Vegas area. I yeah. love so it. Cool. And, so and cool. you know, speaking of that, he actually gave you a shout out for the story on our social media, oh. on our 209 magazine page. So people can check us out on our social media pages where we've got the 209 magazine, Facebook, we've got it on Instagram, we're on Twitter, and the podcast. We've got, I mean, we're, we're everywhere. Yeah. We're everywhere. So, we, so cool people. And, you know, we're, we're trying to get those followers up. We're trying really hard and they can see everything on 209magazine.com. Yeah. And also you can watch weekly episodes of Studio 209, which are on YouTube mm -hmm. and they're always covering local stuff, events, different things going on and at 209magazine.com. I mean, you've <laughs> got to check us out and give us a follow because that's how you can find all this stuff out. We keep it up to date. We let everybody stay in the know as much as possible. And next month. 209 Magazine, February, March issue. Huh? Oh, yes. Everybody, yes. lots and of good things happening I there. I just have to say, because we're so good at plugging everybody else that we forget to plug ourselves, and producer Frankie is over here reminding me, we also have an Instagram page now that people can go check out right. for our 209 podcast, which yes. is Life with VNT. And so we're really working on building that up. And we've had a lot of fun with it. We go shopping yeah, and we highlight. 
services. Yeah. Yeah. So we get to interact a little bit more with the 209 community Mm -hmm. in a fun way besides just the magazine and share a little bit of what we're doing. So check us out live with VNT and the 209. And I do have to say, Frankie, thank you for all that you do. Oh, producer Frankie is the bomb. We love him. (laughs) So now we're going into the next issue. We'll be back for the month of love. And then my favorite of all... St. Patrick's Day. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yes. Lots to talk about. So don't forget, check us out. Listen. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. 2023. Cheers. Cheers.